Hey, just a heads up. This is chapter seven of my audiobook, Conversational Relationship Marketing. So if you haven't listened to the previous chapters, I suggest you go back and listen in order. Or if you've just stumbled on the podcast and this is the first one that you're seeing, please go back and either listen to the audiobook or go back and listen to some of the other episodes of the Client Catching Podcast to get a, uh, a taste of the rest of the show. So um, let's get uh, into the chapter. Golden rule number seven. Start with the people closest to you and the lowest hanging fruit first. Now, assuming you've got some kind of first degree network already on LinkedIn and that you can start to reconnect and reach out for them. And if you don't and you're brand new to LinkedIn, then it's still worth reviewing this section, but you're going to put all of your focus into the next golden rule that's all about making new connections. Now, there are two possible situations with your first degree connections. That is, you've never spoken since you connected weeks, months, or even years ago. And two, you have connected and spoken recently. Now, either is okay. If you've never spoken to the person you've connected with, then you'll need to stripe up a conversation, uh, as we've mentioned previously, and not go in for the immediate leg hump. Instead, what I want you to think about this, I want you to think of it like a digital handshake. I'm going to explain this using the standard free version of LinkedIn, although I do highly advise upgrading to Sales Navigator at some point. Now, the reason is it offers so many more search filters and unlimited searches. And now LinkedIn is wanting you to, you know, it's becoming a pay to play platform. So you will get stopped from doing too many searches once you reach the, reach the limit on the free version. Now, nobody really knows what this is at this point, but you can also save searches and uh, track them through a pipeline, create lead lists to track prospects activities. And that's just to name a few benefits. Now, not affiliated with it in any way and there is a 30-day free trial too so you can give it a go and see uh you know see if you like it or if you know if you don't you just simply cancel right so um you also see in the book there are no screenshots because um linkedin changes constantly um that is just the way the platforms evolve so uh i know that by putting a screenshot in today will mean it could be out of date in a few weeks or you know a few months so I will take you through the steps and the steps remain fairly um, consistent throughout the evolution of LinkedIn. So step one is search your first degree connections. First step is click in the search bar that you see at the top and leave it empty and just press enter. Click on all filters and set first connections. This will give you a list of everyone that you're connected to directly without any filters whatsoever. Now, the first time you do this, it's actually worth having a look through your connections to see how many other people promote themselves um, on LinkedIn or the types of headlines that they use. And you'll get to see or get an idea of how many people are doing it well. And you might even get a few ideas. But what I tend to find is you just see an awful lot of examples of people not doing it particularly well. So it should give you a little bit of a, a confidence boost now that you're knowing the way to do it properly. And the fifth step is to add into the search blocks now who you want to work with based on the information that you built up in your ideal client profile. So you will look for a particular job title, a, a, an area, a geography, whatever it is that you have um, identified in the previous work that you've done. So don't fall into the trap of trying to get thousands of people here. You are looking for the perfect client prospect. And if you've only got a few of those in your network currently, that's fine. Look, for example, 
If you're looking for web designers in London or CEOs in a specific industry or HR directors, that's what you put into your search using the all filters dropdown. Now, when you've completed your search criteria, you'll be left with a, with a list of people who you are directly connected to. Now, this is, of course, a very, very basic search. There are more advanced ways in which you can do that, but it will take up far too much space, both in the written version and, uh, you know, on this audiobook. And as I've, I've explained before, LinkedIn does change um, a fair amount. So um, what I've done is I've created a video on how to search and find your ideal clients on LinkedIn that you can watch in and you'll find the link to that inside the written version of the book, which is at thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash free book and just make sure you go down to uh, golden rule number seven and find the link there um so step two send a message to those on your shortlist now you've got your shortlist of ideal client prospects that you're already connected to you can actually now start to reach out and message them now there's two ways that you can do this one you can send a direct sales pitch to those people and hope you get lucky now this can work in the short term and it's why people do use it a lot, but you really do require large numbers to make it work long term and you'll likely annoy people and harm your reputation in the process. Well, the second is you send a non-salesy, non-threatening message that's simply designed to start a conversation. Now, as you may have guessed, and the entire reason I've written this book is that I prefer the second choice myself. Just don't say I didn't warn you if you choose choice number one. Remember, all you're going to do is start the conversation because marketing is nothing more than finding qualified leads and getting into a conversation with them. Once you do, you ask some questions to find out if they're a potential fit. And if they are, you put your dynamite offer in front of them. Essentially, you're finding out if they are dealing with a problem you solve, if it's painful enough right now that they actually want to solve it. And if it is, you're simply asking, would you be open to seeing if I could help you with that? Now, key thing is to remember here is that it's just because somebody could become your client, it doesn't mean they should become your client. And what I mean by that is that you only make solid offers to do business with somebody that has clearly identified themselves as somebody who has the problem that you solve, that wants to solve it immediately and is willing to invest to do so is engaged, pleasant, and friendly in the conversation, and so therefore you believe you would actually like to work with them. Now do this right, and it's all fish. Here's another uh, another acronym of, um, yeah, one of my fishing examples. Now, it feels good for all involved. It's insightful, it's simple, and it's human. I did warn you I could completely milk a metaphor. So let's look at the conversational messaging process. Now, the purpose of this messaging process is to reconnect with existing members of your LinkedIn network who are potential prospects for your product or service or uncover potential referral sources or partners. And again, there's more on this later. And this, by the way, this little teaser. That's where I find the real power of LinkedIn. Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in the uh, in a later golden rule. Initiating the conversation. There are many ways to approach this, but what I found is if you focus your first message on them, you're going to increase your response rate. It should be your only goal here to get them to engage in a conversation. 
This approach, of course, takes longer to mature prospects. But remember, building real relationships with your prospects is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Again, I've included a link to much more examples of messages and conversation frameworks in the action steps at the end of this golden rule. Uh, But what I'm going to uh, go through is just a few uh, snapshots on basically in the interest of space and time. Um, Again, realize there are so many ways of doing this and you'll naturally gravitate towards a style that suits you, your own personality and the way your target clients like to interact. Now, before I give you these examples, I just again want to make a note about message scripts. Because the message concepts and frameworks listed below and inside the workbooks, they're guidelines. That's what they're intended to be. They're not intended to be scripts. Scripts, they make you sound robotic. Your goal here is to be personal and conversational. They're also not intended to be copied word from word. They are to be used as a guideline. So feel free to be creative and actually have a bit of fun with them. See, I take the 80-20 approach, 80% framework, 20% personalized. It allows me to be efficient while still maintaining a personal and customized feel for the person on the other side of the conversation. So an example, so that we're going to look at the reconnect message on the conversation framework. See, I find the most effective way to re-engage is to first comment or like a couple of pieces of content that they may have recently published. This first gets you on the radar as they'll get notified that you have engaged in the content. Then, I would use this as a reason for your message. So once you've done that, you've liked and commented and all that kind of thing, you would just say, hi, name. I saw your post on wherever you saw it about whatever topic and I loved it. And I especially like the parts about you get into the specifics that you liked about it because it shows that you um, have actually read it and that it got you thinking. And then you simply ask, is this a good place to communicate with you or do you read your messages here? And you sign off with your name. Quite simple, right? It's pretty non-threatening and you're actually paying a compliment. Now, what about those that you can't find anything to engage with or they haven't got any content up? Well, here's an approach that you can use. You would open with high name and then you would have an opening statement that explains that you're getting to know some of your LinkedIn connections a bit better. A second sentence stating that you think there may be ways to collaborate or support each other or work together. And then you end with a question to elicit a response and sign off. So you see, these are not scripts, they are frameworks. But to bring this to life, I'll give you a a couple of examples. Hi, Mike. I'm making an effort to get to know my LinkedIn network a little bit better and see we've been connected here for a while, but not really had a chance to see if there's any way we could support each other. Is this a good place to communicate, communicate with you? Do you read your messages here? Happy to support you in any way I can. Thanks, Adam. Fairly straightforward. Uh, Here's another example. Hi, Mike. I'm doing a process right now that helps me generate topic ideas for future content on my blog, podcast, whatever that might be, by asking my network about their biggest problems and challenges around a specific topic. Now, based on your experience that I see on your profile, I'd love to get your input. Would it be okay if I asked you a quick question? You see, it's quite simple. It's it's non-threatening and you're asking permission, right? That's key. Well, the final example is, hi, Mike, I'm making an effort to get to know my LinkedIn connections a little bit better and see we connected here for a while, but we've not really had a chance to see if there's a way that we could support each other. So I can introduce you appropriately to my network. How does your business help people? Happy to support you in any way I can. Thanks, Adam. See, 
pretty non-threatening. You're leading with them. You're offering and asking about them and offering, if you can help, to introduce them. Like, that's a pretty uh, pretty nice message to get. It's a lot better than a 2,000-word essay pitching every single service. I wonder which one is going to get a response. You, 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 you have a little think about that. But look, all seriousness, you're simply looking for them to engage here. Remember, the goal is to have conversations with people. And while you're not going in all guns blazing with a sales pitch, you're not, you're not just looking for a nice chit chat either. There is a goal for having these conversations. You're looking to get into a conversation that is orientated towards one thing. Finding a clear pain in someone who has a desire for growth is happy to engage and is open to fixing it. Now, this may be directly with a person you're talking to or via referral relationship. And again, more on this in coming late in, in, uh, in, uh, in, the, in the later golden rules. So what happens when you get a reply? Well, first of all, cool. You need just to simply let it flow as a natural conversation would. You'll get a gauge for if somebody actually wants to talk and look, if they don't, you can just drop it. But when they're happy to talk, Ask them about what's going on in the world, but be specific with a question. I find things like just asking how's business, generally it's too much of an open question. They're just too busy for that and it's, it's, it's far too much of an open question straight off the bat. So ask a non-threatening question. Now you can be a little bit more direct if you're confident to do so and ask something about um, that is specific about what, um, what you do because what this is known as is a leading question. And the other thing to bear in mind, and it's incredibly important, ask permission before you send any links, resources, offers, anything like that. It's just good manners, right? They might not want it. It doesn't matter how awesome it is and how much you know that you can help someone. If they don't want it, that's fine. Move on. You give them the option to say no without totally ghosting you as well. Now, because the ultimate goal here is to get them to ask about you. And in order to get to this point, you need to be able to lead the conversation towards your desired end objective, which is why you need the strategic frameworks that I've laid out, not scripts. Now, an example follow-on message that you can use to lead the conversation could be, I've been talking with a lot of ideal clients in my network and found their number one challenge they have is particular pain point. Does that sound like you or have you solved this problem? Right? Fairly simple. And when you get someone on the hook, this is where you can dig a little bit deeper. You can ask questions like, what's your most consistent, persistent problem with whatever it is that you do? How are you going to go and how are you going to or do you go about solving this problem? What happens if you don't solve it? What would be your dream solution to fix this problem? Or if you could wave a magic wand, how would you solve it? And with each question answer, you're responding to what they say with tell me more kind of questions, right? Yes, you're ultimately hoping to find clients and referral partners through this, but you can also use this as an opportunity to get some amazing market insights and research. What you'll uncover could be absolute gold, either for content, for marketing, copy, or language that your ideal clients use to describe their challenges to you know, up to up to brand new service offer ideas. And what you'll find after basically a couple of these kind of questions 
you'll be you'll be able to naturally suggest it may be a good idea to jump on a 10-15 minute call rather than DM through LinkedIn. Ultimately, you're waiting for them to ask about you so you can put your dynamite offer in front of them, but in a totally conversation way, conversational way. And when they do, here's what you say. So let's say they've said, so tell me a little bit about what you do. You go, well, thanks very much for asking that whatever their name is. Well, right now we're having a lot of success helping insert dynamite offer. See why we've spent so long working on the dynamite offer. And then you end it with, do you happen to know anyone that would benefit from seeing how this works? If not, no worries. Have a great day. It's almost mentioned passively as part of a normal conversation with a request to see if they know anyone. Now notice something here. You're not asking them if they're interested right now. Well, if they are, great. They'll almost certainly ask you for more information. But they may not, might not be interested right now. Now don't let that put your efforts to waste though because it is possible that they know someone who is ready and interested now. And if they do, you can say, well, that's great. Could you make an introduction? So you're, you're not burning the bridges by doing all this spammy stuff and you're not sort of pitching, right? You're keeping the door open. You need to keep it short and to the point. Another key point about messaging is do not send people a long rambling wall of text. What you'll often find is that because you've nailed your ideal client, their biggest problem, and use that in your dynamite offer, plus they'll have disclosed that they're also struggling with the same problem, your dynamite offer will naturally lead to them saying something like, okay, tell me more. Well, that would be a nice thing to hear. And when you do, it's when you suggest jumping on a quick call or sending them to your free resource or appointment campaign when you've created them. Again, you can check out um, an example of an appointment campaign or an authority campaign or a resource campaign by clicking on the links in the written version of the book, which is at thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash free book. Are you starting to see how this works now? Of course, there will be times when a person doesn't ask about what you do. So you have to subtly shift the conversation. Now, here are a couple of great lines to do this. Quick question. I'm working on something new you might be interested in. Do you mind if I run it by you? Or actually, from what you've told me here, I might be able to help. Right now, we're having a lot of success helping insert your dynamite offer. Would you be interested in seeing how this works? Or would you be able to help me out with something? I'm working on a new project and I want to make sure I haven't missed anything big. So based on what I've seen from you, I suspect that you'll have some insights that I should be considering. Would it be okay if I run it by you? Fairly simple, conversational, right? Once you've made your dynamite offer, you can either ask them to get on a quick call or again, share a, a link to the video or resource that outlines your solution. You'll be able to see how all of this works in the workbook for this golden rule, which will be in the action steps. And um, again, I'll tell you where to get those. Ultimately, I want you to understand this is how you think like a fish. I hope you're starting to see that this is a very different approach from the leg hump. You're not annoying people. You're asking about them, being curious and helpful, as well as gathering insight and information to help you fuel your content and marketing in the future to make it even better. 
Plus, in the process, you're giving yourself the opportunity to put your dynamite offer in front of people in a way that helps them see the value for themselves. And even if it's not right for them right now, you're giving yourself the opportunity to follow up in the future by sharing the content you create from the conversations that you have with people. And you'll see how to do this and a few other approaches in the frameworks in the action steps below. Now it's your turn. So let's look at the action steps for this golden rule. You're going to want to get my quick win messaging frameworks workbook and adapt them to your own business. Now you will see that there is a, there are a lot of frameworks in here that you can use and you can literally choose one of these and go and start with it. Or you can have an experiment with, with all of the different ones that are in there. Now they are laid out in a kind of campaign form to make it easier for you to see how they would work and you will get some amazing ideas and, and it's not just about the messaging and the frameworks and all the rest of it. This is literally, this workbook and the, the next two workbooks, they are literally a start to finish how you would build a marketing machine. So the value in these workbooks are huge. So I really highly, highly encourage you to at least go and get this workbook um, and the next workbook and the biggest value comes in the workbook when it comes to the referrals and the partnerships. But I'm not going to jump the gun just there. So once you've got those workbooks, start filtering your first degree connections for ideal clients. And you'll be able to see if you go to the book, the written version of the book, there's a video to watch on how to do this. And simply start a conversation with them. So I hope that all makes sense and it's got you excited about going out and starting with conversations with people that you already know and already have in your network. Now go and do it. Let's move on to the next golden rule. Thank you ever so much for listening today. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there you could be listening to. You've chosen this one. And for that, I am truly, truly grateful. If you're a first time listener or a, or a long time listener and you haven't yet subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do because you'll get updated of the latest episodes every time they come out. And if again, you are enjoying it, I'd really, really appreciate a honest rating review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one personally, and they do really mean the world to me. And yes, they help others find the show. If you're able to do that, again, I massively, massively appreciate it. But until next time, happy fishing.